Welcome to Quarantine in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Episode 9. Partying is such sweet sorrow. Karen, what's that on your shoulder? Ah, my friend, my love. Meet the newest member of our family. I found him at the one-stop familiar shop over there. Isn't he the most adorable little devil you've ever seen? But what is it? He's a dragon. He really isn't. Thank you for your doubts, Nolan, but uh, he really is. Even if he's only a little dragon. He's travel-sized. This, this is a salamander. But he's got orange stripes on him. An ingenious coat of paint. Sorry, darling, but this is definitely not a dragon. Shh, don't tell him that. Hello there, what's this? Careful, Brother Branish. Ah, he bit me. <laughs> Whatever he is, he's clearly hungry. Let's go back to the castle and feed him something. Probably he'll want a bath as well, given all that orange paint. I think I'll call him Precious. <laughs> that tickles. Oh, you like that, do you, Precious? <laughs> oh, he singed my shirt. You see, he is a dragon. Lord Gurun. Elwan, what's the matter? Branach's lists were conclusive. The curse is starting to dissipate, sir. The roads have been reopened, and we have received an urgent missive from your lance. Oh, it's from my knights. <laughs> They've all signed it. That's sweet. They're wondering if we're still alive and whether we'll be back anytime soon. Otherwise, they're wondering who gets the deeds to the lily pond, the aviary, and the plum orchards. Well, I think our duty is clear. Gurren, we must return to our people. Indeed. Give me an hour to pack, and we can leave at once. Gurren, dearest love of my heart, aren't you forgetting something rather important? Am I? Which one of us is going to break the good news to Corrin, eh? I'm 24 years old, and what do I have to show for it? A heart too easily broken, and an obnoxiously large castle full of monstrosities built by my ridiculous ancestors. 24 years I've been rattling about, and all I've done is become old and alone and old. But I thought you were sending love letters to your secret admirer, sir. Oh, Tuzan, my scribe, I think I may have wasted all my words. The lady hasn't returned any of my letters. Uh, that means she's probably kept them, sir. So that's probably a good thing? Quarantan? Perhaps you'd prefer to continue your words of wisdom another time. Gorin? Are you well? You seem more than usually put out. It's just... Gurren, I miss balls. So do I. The feasting, the revelry. Oh yes, those kinds of balls, too. It has been hard to get by with it, balls and festivities and such. I think it would have gone mad these past months if not for LaFren. Yes, it must be nice for her, I am sure. Quarantine, you know I love you. And, huh. and because I love you a great deal, I think that you should find happiness. Not merely solace with someone who can give you... More than just a handful of good memories. Why don't you just go off and leave me all alone while you're at it? Also, I have to tell you that 
Now that the roads are open and the stoning has abated, I have to return to my land. Well, that's splendid. Just drop all the good news on me at once, why don't you? Is there anything I can do to make this... less... worse? Not that it matters, since the usual revels are out of the question. But today is my birthday. What? Why didn't you tell us? Well, I was a bit busy. I've barely had a moment to breathe between negotiating a massive ten-person peasant crisis and drowning my sorrows. But we must have some sort of celebration. What's there to celebrate? All the fairest nobles are avoiding my lands like the plague because, as far as they know, it is still full of plague. Quarantine, don't despair. You've still got Tuzin and Elowan. Not to mention Lafran and Brannock and Nolwyn. And me. But you just said you were leaving. I can't have a party with Tuzan and Elowan. Those two are such wet blankets. We can barely have a conversation that doesn't involve trading insults or hammers. Quarantine, I swear we will not leave you. Not without a party. I'll plan all the arrangements. <laughs> No. Oh, that's the comb I was missing. Oh, if I can just find that cloak. And the daggers. Oh, and fit all of these squeaking dragon toys into the third largest trunk. Oh, or maybe the second. Um, about that, the friend joy of my life. Uh, you know you are my guiding star in such dark and troubled times. What have you done? I promised Quarantine I'd arrange a little birthday feast for him. Just a small affair, though it will delay our departure another day. Please don't be too upset. Gorin, my love, there is no one in this world I have greater affection for than you. And so long as God makes me the wisdom to your strength, let me say, I think that's a brilliant idea. Actually, it's a bit of a nightmare. It's far too hot to do any activities that would make us any hotter, so that rules out jousting, dancing, bonfires. Also, have you seen Precious? No, but you'd better find him before we leave. We can't just leave a dragon wandering about, even one that's only five inches long. What if he runs afoul of a ghost? Perish the thought. Here, take these dragon treats. Precious. Precious. Come to daddy, Precious. Oh, come on, buddy. Hmm. A birthday gift for Quarantan. Well, he has so many shoes already, another pair lacks the personal touch. What else does he like, apart from Gurren? Ah, I know. Perhaps some strategic catapulting is in order. <whistles> Nolwyn, how goes the decorating? Gurren left some instructions, but I'm not sure what they all mean. Let a thousand fireflies loose in the main hall, for instance. Where are we going to catch a thousand fireflies? How can we transport them to the main hall? How do we get them out of the main hall after we've let them go? I'm not sure. Although I claimed he had it all under control. Thank goodness. And what is that that you're making? A pastry. Or it was before the butter melted. If I throw in enough cinnamon and apple slices, I might be able to make a passable pie. Otherwise, I've invented an entirely new dish, which no one is likely to repeat. There's a first time for everything. For instance, courting an ethereal mystery lady, or inviting her to a party, 
think she'd accept such an invitation. What did you do? I might have left messages at all the ports and catapulted several more invitations into the sea in bottles. Ugh. We're back. Barely. It's so hot that Brannock had visions and I had to scrape him off the ground. Though I did manage to pick up a lovely phoenix feather fan. Did you find everything on the list? Yes and no. Lettuce is bolted and the quail's eggs have hatched. And ugh! The cheese is so runny you'd have to eat it with a spoon. Can we call that fondue? Not unless you want to turn this birthday into a funeral. We're down to a handful of elements hors d'oeuvres, which are, let's be fair, mostly cabbage. The last of Tuzan's bitter jam, and a massive apple-filled tart severely lacking in structural integrity. Please tell us you managed to get drinks. There at least we were successful. There are several barrels of beer now most cleverly concealed below the keep. Oh, I can hardly wait to see Quarantine's expression. He'll be absolutely thrilled. I can't wait to see his expression when he sees our gift, Precious. Gurren, could I possibly borrow your dragon as an assistant? I don't see why not. Though you may have to bribe him with treats. Well, if we're ready, let's go get him. Oh, God, where are you all leading me? To the second dungeon? Out Corintan the Seventh's rear passage? Into the whistling gallery? Not that I'm not terribly excited at being blindfolded by you, Gurren, but can't you just tell me? The Chamber of Unspeakable Pleasures, of course. We spent many a happier hour down here. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, sir! Happy birthday, my lord! May you have many happy returns. For the record, sir, I hope to fill many a future chronicle with your words. Well said, Tuzan. I hope you like what we've done with the place, sir. It was mostly Lord Gurren's idea. Lord Corrington, we assembled a small feast, and this pastry... This is too beautiful to eat. Perhaps we should ease into it with a drink? So glad you asked. Precious and I would like to present... The Flaming Quarantini. Oh, brother. I've poured the Quarantini into each of these miniature glasses, and I'll set them alight with the help of Gurren's miniature dragon. I thought I'd burned what remained of that abominable concoction. A few bottles escaped your notice. We're sweltering in the heat, and your suggestion is flaming shots? The dragon breath burns off the horrific flavor. I think you might enjoy the rather smoky finish. The proof is in the... well, in the proof. If I were calling the shots, I'm not sure I'd stand so close. Trust me, I've done this a thousand times. I'm practically an expert. I'm on fire. That's awfully confident. Your sleeve! I'm on fire! Hold on! Thank you. Was the tackling part really necessary? On top of the dropping and rolling and smothering. Well, you're not on fire anymore, so probably yes. You're welcome. Should we extinguish the quarantinis? Or drink them? Let's have a toast, Quarantine. (coughs) On this auspicious day, the 24th anniversary of my birth, a day on which God has bestowed every blessing, except apparently cooling breezes, 
I welcome you, my beloved companions in adversity, to share in the celebrations. To your health. No, to yours. If these infernal spirits don't kill us first. I gave it my best shot. And so did Precious. If only his draconic flair had helped the taste. You know, Brannock, if you get past the herbal flavor, it doesn't taste that strong. Famous last words, milady. Well, says the woman who just downed hers in one shot. I believe I know my limits. Hors d'oeuvres, anyone? Well, I must say, this is still the worst birthday ever, though. The day is mostly gone, and nothing too terrible has happened yet, uh, apart from indulging in that atrocious game of truths and dares which we have all sworn not to mention again this side of the grave. Cortez, I never thought I would be so grateful that your ancestor's chamber of private pleasures includes an underground grotto lit by glowing fungi. But it's still so hot. Is it too much to hope that there is a surreptitious iceberg lurking around down here? No, but there is something even better. My sauna. Sauna? After a few minutes of steam, everywhere else seems cool by comparison. Maybe that would be worth a try. If I weren't too hot to move. Yes, it would be just the thing if you want to resemble a cooked lobster. Uh, that reminds me of a time when you were barely crawling, and we used to race you against the lobsters on the terrace. Then there were the days when we'd hear you practicing your come-hithers in the garderobe of echoing whispers. Did he ever tell you about how he used to spend hours trying his best lines on the goldfish? <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever seen you turn that shade of red before, Cornet. It suits you. <laughs> It's the heat. Oh, who was in charge of bringing ice? I was. But the best I could do was this curse I found weeks ago in the library. Branick, haven't we had more than enough trouble with curses lately? Yes, but this had nothing to do with stoats. The book said that it would cause someone's demise by entombing them in ice. You did what now? Nothing, I swear. Though I do have the book... Up my sleeves. It's really amazing what you can fit in these sleeves. You mean the sleeves you set on fire just now? Yes. The cover's a little... singed. But it'd work, in theory. Huh. If we all stood by with hammers, we'd have the poor fool chipped out in no time. I'll go first, if it gets me out of this wretched heat. Corinthia, you will not... Sacrifice yourself for the sake of cooling the drinks. Don't be so excitable. I wouldn't die, at least no quicker than if I were left sweltering in this heat. I always knew I would not reach the age of 25. You're not dead yet. Nor am I 25 years old. Keep up. Oh, right. Oh, maybe, maybe try this, this fan instead? Ah, it singed my eyebrows. Hmm... I should have known that genuine phoenix feathers will come with a catch. Maybe we should try amusing ourselves in ways that are a little less incendiary. I could play the lute. I can foresee the lute being instrumental in starting a conflagration. 
by it, it'll be absolutely delightful, ah? Yes, let us sit beneath the bejeweled canopy of bliss and sing sad songs about how beauty is fleeting. But I only know love songs. Love songs can't be sad. Of course they can. The whole world is so full of beauty. Beauty that must die. Yes, brother. Clearly, it's time for some more drinks and games and gifts. Although I'm already sufficiently gifted in plenty of ways. Such as being so hot, it's unbearable. Are we doing gifts already? Mine's not quite here yet, I think. But she'll be worth the wait. She? It's not another little dragon, is it? I thought we were trying to cool off, not make ourselves hotter. Which is why you've been gradually shedding garments since we arrived? Maybe I will try that sauna after all. Maybe we should join him. But this bejeweled canopy of bliss is just so... blissful. Quarantine was right about the heat, though. It's hotter than a volcano's bottom down here. It still smells like burning. Is that the quarantini? I don't think that's the quarantini. Well, not just the quarantini. Where's Precious? I thought he was over by the- FIRE! The rest of the quarantini is alight! Get some buckets and water. It's spread to the stairs. All we have are the quarantini bottles and very tiny glasses. And a phoenix feather fan. Don't fan the flames, Gurin. Don't we have any wet blankets? Here, mistress. Not working! We're trapped. Where is Lord Quarantine? I don't know. Oh, Bran, can you just try that ice curse you found? Caution can be forgotten in the face of this desperate need. If the curse goes wrong, it could kill someone. And if it goes right, it definitely will. Then I'll do it. I'd die for you. No! I'd die for you. I'd die for you first. Please don't. If you don't get the curse underway, we all will. Brannock, have you found the page? I know it's in this tome. Somewhere. After the hair loss curse and the archivist's desiccation hex and... Aha! Right. What do we need? A thing that bears its own light. Glowing fungi. That'll work. We also need something that was previously alive. Oh dear, that already sounds like a sacrifice, doesn't it? Has anyone seen Edmund? We can't sacrifice the cat. I'm not suggesting that, sir. I'm saying we should rescue him. What other items do we have? Will my cabbage canapes suffice? They've got to be good for something. Now we need tears of laughter. Where are we going to get tears of laughter? Who's going to laugh in the middle of this? Quickly, someone say something funny. Uh, we're all gonna die. Yes, but not yet. If we can laugh about it. We still have another few minutes before the ceiling collapses? Exactly. This is no laughing matter. We are all going to die within the next ten minutes. No, we're not. We're going to laugh until we cry if it's the last thing we do. Edmund, thank goodness you're safe. And who have you got there? Precious? Precious! Ah, there you are. I should have known that fire wouldn't bother you. My sauna! My whole life has been one relentless jest, and now this. This is how it ends. <laughs> well, I suppose that counts as laughing in the face of death. Elowan, I'm sorry about the sauna. But if you cry on these fungi, you might save our lives. What about Quarantan? Wasn't he headed for the sauna? I can't, I can't see anyone through this steam. 
quarantine. What was that? Why am I on the ground? God, my head hurts. Where is everyone? Uh, quarantine. Milady. Get up. <coughs> Ermengard, or not Ermengard. This is an unexpected delight. Watch out! That was a close call. What do you do when I'm not here to catch you? Engage in destructive birthday parties with limited guest lists, apparently. Hang on, were you the surprise the friend was talking about? Did she invite you? How? I received a message in a bottle. Several, actually. Although, I could have just followed the flames. From where? You could come with me if you really want to find out. So not all my hopes have gone up in smoke? That's heartening. Let me just deal with the wanton demolition of my home, then we can pick up where we left off. Are you still seeking distraction? Distraction? If I seem a bit distracted, my lady, it might be because this entire chamber is on fire. That hardly matters. Your soul doesn't have to be bound to this misery. While you, milady, seem far too at home, trapped amid a blazing inferno. Quickly! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's the rack? What's the rack? Why isn't it uh, over there? Where are you? Where are you? Oh. Where Get back here. Why isn't it going? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Are you ready? Is it supposed to do that? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, God! Watch out! What's that shouting? That would be your friends. I've got to go to them. While there's still breath in my body, I may yet save them. Fire spreading. Hurry, Brannock. We're almost there. One last thing. I need to draw fresh blood. All right, everyone. Stand well clear and pray for a vitally, but not critically, successful curse. Precious, bite me. Hmm. Do you think it needs one drop or two? Or maybe just all of it? What kind of curse doesn't specify- <laughs> Is everyone all right? There's so much steam. Where are you? LaFren, tell me you haven't died. I'd say that curse was effective. No one? It's just... That's much more ice than I expected. And so much more steam. <coughs> well done, Brannock. Brannock? And here I thought... Nothing I'd ever do could possibly shock you. Oh god, there in the ice. Is that Tuzan's scroll? Where's Tuzan? Here, my lady. And thank you. I'll, I'll be needing that scroll. Just as soon as my hands stop shaking. Along with the rest of me. That massive ice explosion is certainly one for the records. But if you're alright, then... Elowan? Over here, sir. Just carving the frozen flames, sir. We're a few statues short of a sculpture garden. Would you prefer a skating rink or an ice slide? Or would you rather have a skating rink with an ice slide? Oh, Edmund. Thank God you're still unharmed. What about Precious? I've got Precious. He's fine. But has anyone seen Quarantine? I'm coming! 
Here, take my hand. Is it just me, or has everything gone suddenly cold? Oh, you're shivering. With anticipation. I've missed the coldness of your touch, especially these past few days. It's been so blisteringly hot. And you, milady, can never get too close for comfort. Also, you appear to be surrounded by ice. That too. Oh god, the ice curse actually worked. I can't believe it, damn me. But I am not going to die by friendly fire or friendly ice. Corinthian! Oh, Gurin. Will you go to him or come with me? Go to him. Who else is going to kick them all out of my incinerated castle? I think it would do everyone a world of good if you came and met them, though. Not tonight. Wait, don't leave! Who are you, lady, who knows no fear? Why do I only ever see you when I'm in danger? Until next time, Gorinday. Wait, how can you walk through a solid wall of ice? Corinthian! Corinthian, are you all right? Apart from being surrounded by cursed ice, yes, quite well. Oh, good, we were worried. Are you sure that you're not a ghost? If I were a ghost, would I be so impeded by this wall of ice? This chamber has been mostly destroyed, but other than that, I'm fine. I wouldn't worry too much about the castle, sir. I've been meaning to redo everything for quite some time. Indeed, sir, though I am happy to note all of the goldfish and nude ponds were unaffected, and the succulents have started to bloom. Unfortunately, however, much of the Northwest Passage is filled with ice, sir. I regret to report that your family tapestry has been shredded by the flows. Well, fortunately, I've decided to hate that tapestry. What do the faces of my ridiculous ancestors mean to me now? I was hardly living up to their expectations. Not that I would really care to anymore. Well, sir, if you don't mind standing back, I've brought my blessed hammers. God, I've never been so happy to hear you say hammer. Torrenton! Thank God, I didn't accidentally kill you. No, brother, you'll have to try a bit harder next time. It seems the curse accepted the fire as a sacrifice. It literally killed the flames. Is that why the ice seems to have frozen into flame-like tendrils? It's quite decorative for something that nearly killed me. Maybe it's a good thing the lady never came, considering there's now a glacier in your ancestor's secret pleasure chamber. The night is still young. Hell has frozen over. Anything is possible. Right now, though, I could really use a drink. Of course. Quarantine, there's still one more gift. Thank goodness I submerged those barrels in the back grotto. And, oh, it appears they're now thoroughly chilled. Did the abbess finally forgive us our trespasses? No. It's not actually wine, either, but it is the finest stout. That's all they had at the tavern. No one would drink it because it sounds like stout. That hardly compares to the best vintages in the region, but I suppose it's worth a try. May I propose another toast? To our resplendent host. And to the festivities that have given a new meaning to the phrase, surprise party. I'm really sorry about how it turned out, Quarantine. So am I. Flaming Quarantini seemed like such a good idea at the time. Is there anything we can do to make up for all this? 
Just please never throw a party for me again. Ever. Brother Brannock? Yes, Coronta? You owe me one truly spectacular miracle. You know that's not how miracles work. But, well, if a miracle does present itself on my account, I'm certainly happy to share it. I know something that'll cheer us up. I have the loot! I've been practicing a list of songs that I thought would brighten up these times of plague. Do you want to hear my plague list? The loot survived? I'm starting to think it's indestructible. I call this one Incandescence. Well, I do now. Originally it was called Love is Awesome, but now I've retitled it to Suit Our Circumstances. Susan, I would go back to my chambers, but no one else has bothered to. And what's left of the bejeweled canopy is starting to look awfully comfortable. We appear to be the last one standing, sir. Susan? Yes, sir? You haven't made a single scathing remark all day. What on earth is the matter? Nothing, in fact, sir. That was my birthday gift to you. Thank you for listening to Corinta in Quarantine, featuring David Lone as Corinta, Sandra Mills as Lefren, Chris Langdon as Gurren, Julia Wilson as Nolwyn, and Karen Murray Bergquist as Brennock. This episode also featured Aaron Scothorn as Tizan, Edmund and Precious, Patrick Lewis as Elouan, and Freddie Vance as Death. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen Murray Bergquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rosnock. Original loop music was provided by James Din. You can find us on Instagram at Quarantine Quarantine, or support us by donating to our coffee page through the link below. We are also featured on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please like, subscribe, leave a review, and share the love. We remind you to always curse responsibly. <laughs>